Hello and welcome back to another episode of Letting Go with Lani. I am really, really excited to sit down and finally talk um, to you guys after four months of being absent. I've been a busy little traveler girl. Um, I genuinely just have not had time. I have not had my laptop or microphone to bring with me the entire time. So I finally just settled in back home. I'll update you on what I'm doing. I'm sure if you follow my Instagram, you saw 110 videos and photos every single day. So you pretty much were living through me, which I'm really happy for. But mostly I was posting so much because I never wanted to forget um, my travels. Instagram is like my album, it's like my diary. I love it. I literally look back on it every single day. It's all in my highlights. If you wanna keep track or go back and have a look if you are a new listener, um, just join me in this journey of mine. I just want to do this and I just wanna sit down and explain my entire four months away and each podcast would be a different country because it's probably gonna be a long one. I've got so much to say. Um, just to like educate um, and bring awareness to kind of every country. But also if you're so interested in going to these countries, I there's not one country where I won't tell you to go to. They were all awesome and unique in their own ways. And if you are already wanting to go and travel or to these particular countries, this is your sign to go and do it. You will not regret it. It is amazing. It's been the most unreal memories ever. It's been the most best, <laughs> amazing 12 months of my life and I'll never forget it. So definitely jump out of your comfort zone and go and do it because they are the, I found it was the easiest countries to kind of go into. One, because it's really cheap. Two, I mean, it is an absolute culture shock, but it is so fun. I don't know about you, but I love chaos. I love how crazy it is. Never felt judged over there. It was so just full of life constantly. There was always something happening. So this podcast is just to tell you about my experience and my experience only. Um, Yours will probably be totally different to mine. I might say something that you don't agree with, but this is genuinely just my experience um, and what I recommend that I would do next time or things that literally saved me that I did that I hope others will do. Um, A lot of kind of health and safety also in here, which is very, very important. Um, Also, being a female um, backpacker, especially if you are traveling alone, I've got a lot of little tips and tricks that I would highly recommend um, you doing. So yeah, um, update on me. I am finally back home. I think it was like three and a half months, um, five different countries backpacking the entire way. It was me and my girlfriend. Um, we ended in New Zealand van life for a month and now I am back home. Coral came back for two days and she flew back home to Canada after three years of not seeing her family so she was able to surprise them and so happy for her and I'm so glad that she did it. I decided to stay here because one my sister's getting married in two days so that's really really exciting and I just I need to prioritize my health. My health has been a big issue for me ever since living in Early Beach and only really came into the spotlight while traveling. And that was why I was so excited to come home because I just felt my body kind of 
in a way disintegrating <laughs> it just kept getting lower and lower and I was like really worried so I just wanted to come back see a heap of doctors and naturopaths and um yeah it's very important for me now and I think it's so important for us being young that we have the opportunity we have the resources to look after our health now and I feel like a lot of people leave it too young or just neglecting those parts um, of our body and health in general because we never think things are going to happen to us but they do and they come up and life isn't stopping for no one so make sure you know just to come back and get blood tests get checked by a doctor it's it never hurts anyone just to have a quick checkup so that's what I've been doing the last week I've felt so low I feel like my body has just finally crashed because it's felt like it can put its walls down now and it can just relax and everything has caught up my immunity has been so low been fatigued my anxiety has been through the roof Um, so I've just really wanted some help with that because I really just, I want to feel so good about my body. I want to feel so good about my health. I want to have energy and I just want to get my life back on track again, um, ready for the next goals. Um, so that's really, really super duper important. And also family time. I feel like I've missed out on a lot being away from home for a year now. Um, you know, life moves forward and life goes on. People keep working and moving on and life doesn't stop again for no one so I feel like I've missed out on like my grandparents and just like little little things in everyone's lives like businesses happening and I'm the maid of honor for my sister so I haven't been really been able to be around to prepare and now I'm here last minute for the wedding and it's just pretty crazy when I just I don't feel that good at all um and yeah I just want to like focus on myself get back into the gym find myself I felt like before I was like on cloud cloud nine and I'm chasing that again obviously I'm growing and I'm in a different light now and I just want to be constantly a better version and I hope that everyone listening is continually wanting to grow um and be better um and also on that note um before I get into the juice um just to put it out there to just keep being kind um this would be my it is my biggest push that I can if I can give anything to anyone listening is to be kind and give to people um it never ever hurts to be a nice person and it is really really easy to be a nice person I've been fortunate enough to be able to experience kindness from all over the countries, from people who really don't have nothing. And it really has put my life into perspective um, about being grateful, gratitude. And these are so, so important to practice um, because now it's put everything, like my whole life into perspective now that I really do have it easy and I'm so, so lucky, but there is 90% of the rest of the population who have to live a completely harder lifestyle um, and they still make it work and they still rock up and they still have smiles on their faces and they're so kind and like I just want humanity to be like that again. I feel like coming back to Sydney I can see a huge difference from just detaching from humanity and that we are so like kind of turned off to that and I love community and I love kindness and 
passing it forward and gestures of kindness and and that means a lot to me and it's just sad to see like society kind of go backwards a little bit in that like not communicating or integrating so much with humanity again Um, everything's on phones everything's on technology you can literally be at home and pretty much do everything you can go to the shops you don't have to talk to a single person because you can cash out yourself without talking to a human even through the drive-thrus like they are so quick just tap what do you want tap and go and you're done and it's like everything is just so fast-paced now and it really is like just a rat race maze right now um so that's completely like changed my idea of society and the message that I want to put out there and I encourage every single person listening and everyone that I'll meet to get out of your hometown and to experience other life because you never know what it's going to bring for you but you will not come back like worse than or less of what you were you'll come back greater and it'll only teach you so much more and I think it's so important to educate um, each other on what's actually going on outside of our own little bubble and outside of our country because there are bigger problems um, and it, it's just it's massive and we don't realize how big this world is and how much is actually going on and I think it's really important to like kind of get involved and help where we can um, so yeah thank you for listening and I will continue on with all the juice that's happened Okay, dokey. So I'm going to start all the way back in Bali, Bali, Bali. Um, it was the end of July we landed um, in Dempasar. Really, really late. It was about 1 a.m. Um, we got into a beautiful little villa. It was Coral's birthday previously, the day before. Um, so they lovely and set the bed up really, really nice with like happy birthday petals on it, which I thought was so cute. They really definitely went above and beyond. Um, I'm going to kind of sh- share what that I did in the two weeks there. Um, If you're really interested in budgeting and how we did it, I will tell you everything at the end of kind of the itinerary of what we did. I'll give you so many activities that you can do. Even if you have one week, you can literally do everything that I did in the one week. If you have two weeks, even better. I got so many more activities. if yeah depending on your budget we definitely did the lower end of the budget so I've got a lot of little tips and tricks if you want to know and learn how to get around Bali I've got a lot of advice as well um so I pretty much just want to put this out because I wish there was a podcast I mean there is but someone that I knew kind of on my level to like explain about it especially if you have anxiety going into traveling or backpacking or even if this is like your first country it is a great first country to go through go to it is super cheap super easy and so beautiful and yeah everyone's pretty much been and everyone's there right now so (laughs) I can give you all that so yeah we started at that villa um I actually booked a we started off in this huge, huge expensive villa and I only booked it because I had leftover voucher from um, another, like a past relationship and it was cancelled because of COVID and then ended up um, not doing that together. So they were just sitting there. They were literally going to go in the bin or go to waste. And I told my girlfriend, 
why don't we use this as a bit of a luxurious night? Um, so we ended up getting four luxurious nights at the very beginning of our backpacking trip, which sucked because <laughs> we went to stunning, stunning place. Uh, we got pampered. And then after that, we have to leave that and go down to like $5 a night villas, not even villas, just <laughs> beds with a roof. So <laughs> we should have saved the special treat for last, but we that's all we had and we just went into it. And I chose Bali first because I'd already originally been there. And for me, it was a comfort thing and safety. I already knew my way around Bali and I was super scared of stepping out and going to another country first so this was my way and our way of like easing into travel finding our feet and I don't regret it at all I definitely found confidence in Bali and I was ready for the next country after that um, so if you wanted to know where we stayed it was um, Lestari Villas in Abud so amazing you can find it on um, Airbnb and I just used the credit so I really didn't have to pay anything for it but four nights I think it was about maybe $550. Um, villas are on the more expensive side. We definitely could have done it super cheap. And there are amazing, amazing hotels that literally look the exact same for like $10 a night. So you can have an amazing time in Bali, depending on what your budget is. Um, even this villa, that like that's so cheap for four nights. Like you really can't find that in Sydney or anywhere else. It is awesome. Highly recommend. So we stayed there. The host was awesome. She surprised us with a handmade birthday cake with happy birthday on the beds. Like we had two huge bedrooms, both with like queen beds, um, a like a bath in each. The, the shower had like an open roof and um, like greenery so you could like have a shower and like it would rain and like it was stunning. The, be- the bathrooms were beautiful. It's like all that like wooden look um, and the pool, we had a private pool to ourselves. Something about stepping off the plane in Bali, it just smells different. It's probably like all the pollution, but it already smells so <laughs> different and it's such a good feeling stepping into your little villa. They've got the quiet music um, in the background and then the incense constantly going everywhere. So it's always just a feel good vibe in Bali. Well, that was my experience anyway. So we got to enjoy four amazing nights relaxing. On the first day we were in Kuta, we went for a walk down on the beach, um, literally explored everywhere in the first day, just kept walking and walking and walking. We got lost a heap. The first day we um, sat down, well, we tried to sit down after it was so hot, wanted to sit down and they wanted to charge us $10 to sit down on the beach. This happened everywhere. Like nothing is for free in Bali. You wanna sit down, you have to pay. So we kept walking and finally, found a patch of sand for free but ended up coming with a cost like $80 later so we're sitting down we're eating our fresh pineapple and corn chips finally relaxing but it only lasted a minute until a woman came up to us grabbing my hair telling me that like she wants to braid my hair and I just I knew what this was I 
really wanted to do this and I knew that in Bali I was getting my hair braided because the inner child in me really wanted braids. I have never been to Hawaii and I feel like every girl in class in primary school came back with the Hawaiian hairstyle and the tan and the fake temporary tattoos and I was never able to do that. Like I've never been outside of the country when I was younger (laughs) so I was dying to get my hair braided and Coral knew it was a must (laughs) so but this woman is grabbing my hair without me saying yes and she's already putting them in she's like I test it for you you see what you like and I did like it but it was like 45 Australian dollars and I just I just was like okay whatever just do do it I need this for myself while I'm relaxing on the beach I'll be able to, I've got the money, let's just do it. Anyway, she's doing my hair, five minutes passes and another person comes. Everyone came to offer us, because we took one, everyone thought we were a target. So people are grabbing Coral's wrists, putting bracelets on her arm, people are yanking at my hair, people wanna do your nails, temporary tattoos, do your hair, do your toenails, sell you bracelets, sell you everything you can possibly imagine. There is no peace and quiet in Bali. Someone will find you and they will try to sell you something. (laughs) It is so chaotic there. It is constant selling. Like Bali does run off tourism. So I understand everyone's trying to make money but I don't have that much money and I genuinely I cannot take all these souvenirs back with me (laughs) like they're asking to do your hair or do your nails when they can see that your hair and your nails are already done even if you have an armful of bracelets like they will fit some more on there (laughs) so yeah the woman grabbed Coral's arm putting bracelets on her Coral's like saying no Coral doesn't really know like how to say no because she's trying to be really nice I'm like no thank you like she doesn't want them she's she's already got a few bracelets um and they were like eight dollars each because the sound of it like Cole didn't really understand the conversion at the time and when they say like eighty thousand rupiah I think that's how you say it um yeah that's eight dollars and I was like for a bracelet no way no way thank you like coffee's cheaper than that and like I've seen these bracelets in the shop they cost like two dollars not even two dollars in the shop for a packet of them um Anyway, she ended up pulling at our heartstrings and we ended up buying a bracelet for $4 and Coral only found out how much it was later because we just couldn't say no. You know, it was the first day getting used to like setting boundaries and learning to say no. (laughs) So it's pretty full on, but I ended up getting my hair done. I felt like an absolute baddie. We went for a walk down the beach and this is where like magic just happened. And this trip just started off with an absolute bang. There was this crowd of people. We walk in. This little girl comes up to us and says, hey, do you want my tickets? And we genuinely thought like someone else is selling our stuff. And she's like, no, like my mom and dad want to go. Do you want my tickets? And there's so many people around. We're like, what, what's going on? What is this? And she's like, it's, you can release a baby turtle today, but I, I can't stay. I have to go. And we're like, oh my God. Black Windows in shock. So I gave her a hug. I'm like, you have no idea that you just blessed us with this experience. It was just a thing of like right place, right time. And so cool. We got to release baby turtles. And if you've seen this all on my Instagram, a huge line of people, everyone got to, they scooped up a baby turtle that was born that night, scooped them up, put them in a little 
um, takeaway container with some water and we're all standing on this line. And then when he says go, we all got to release them and go, go baby, go. It was so cute. And it was for free. Like, what are the chances? That has been a dream to release baby turtles back into the ocean. It was just unreal. I could not wipe a smile on my face. My beautiful little baby turtle. I really hope that he's doing strong. But there was that many turtles. There was hundreds of people lined up and releasing them. And it was such, such a cool thing to just see all these little baby turtles being, like, protected and let out and be free. But then really really annoyed me the little boy next to me was touching him flipping him upside down the family just did not care about their turtles at all and then he fucking drops his turtle my heart dropped out of my butt I could not believe like these little kids just having no respect and uh, I just I really had to like shut my mouth they can see they could see I was so mad but they could barely speak English so it's just oh yeah I wanted to protect all those turtles (laughs) it was just so beautiful so I felt so lucky on the first day to be able to do that so if you're ever in Kuta there is a turtle conservation there you can actually go out to this little island there are hundreds of turtles that are being um, brought back to health Um, there's a breeding program there it is really really cool you can see all the eggs you can see the ones that are injured or are in bad health um, and they actually nurse them back to good health and that's a really really good day Um, and you can actually there's opportunities to be on a beach and watch them hatch so it is really cool um something I definitely recommend you doing um the first day was pretty it was just so hectic so full-on we had to find sim cards we had to navigate our way around um when you were there definitely recommend before going to download a heap of these apps um maps especially um, to get Grab, which is an Indonesian and Southeast Asia kind of Uber Eats and Uber and Gojek, which is Indonesian app for like same as Uber. So um, transport and food. So, so convenient and you will use it every single day. Um, also, before you travel, it is really, really important to have travel insurance Um like you it's a must you never know what's going to happen even if you think you are bulletproof you're not I am living proof of that something really bad's happened over there I will get into the nitty-gritty of that but definitely get your insurance be smart about traveling I've had to learn this the hard way um just to yeah really think about things before you actually do it like documents have a backup of photos of everything send all your emails and your documents to family or friends someone trustworthy um, so they can have it backed up as well print off like your birth certificate print off um, copies of your passport um, your obviously your COVID vaccinations international vaccination card as well um, your driver's license it is really important I just took a folder and I had all of our information in there and I had multiple copies of everything in your phone um if you've got any passwords or anything give them to like a family or friend um that you trust so if anything happens to your bank or something you've got backup um we took two credit not credit cards debit cards each two bank cards as backup just in case you lose one something happens it gets stolen these things happen um so you're not going to stress that you have no access to your money easy peasy you've lost the card 
just cancel it, block it, and you've got another one. And so you can figure out the other one. Um, these definitely saved us a lot of trouble having everything in one spot, in one folder. So neat. You have no trouble going through the airport. Um, literally, if you don't want to give out your passport for silly reasons, you have the photocopy. So just be like smart about that. And I highly recommend that. SIM cards in Bali are sold everywhere on the streets. Be super, super careful. Bali is very well known for scams and you will see it every single day. Um, on the streets, so cheap. They should range from about five to $15 for a good one. Anything above a little bit of a scam. Um, and they literally just write how many gigabytes it is on permanent marker on like the SIM card case. Um, so they could say that you are getting maybe like 70 gigabytes, but it's not. So you're never actually really going to know. Hopefully they are honest with you. Some guy told me it would last me an entire month. It lasted me two days and that's with me turning it off. So, um, just go with your heart. Um, kind of see what, other people have got or what's a really good place over there to get it um yeah we just got it on like the street of abud um i got one in a shopping center actually um and it cost about 15 dollars, which i thought was a little bit expensive but then later on learned that like you should kind of bargain it down and normally i was getting them for like five dollars because they rather make the money so just kind of pick and choose what you want to do with that one. Definitely get a SIM card. So important to have internet. Like there's net, um, not Netflix. There is Wi-Fi every single where you go there. But as your backup, um, it's always you know safety first to have uh, a SIM card because you're going to want Wi-Fi in your little hotels and um, on your activities and everything like that. So yeah, that was our first day. It was pretty full on. Coral got to join in a locals basketball game, which I thought was awesome. I was like, no English kind of spoken, but she was able to play a game with all these boys. And it was really, really cool to see her get involved as the sun comes down. Yeah, our, our little villa after the four nights there, we just spent like days just in the pool, literally could just be naked in it and just having so much fun. It was pissing rain most of the time in the villa. Uh, so we ended up moving on, packed our bags and we left the luxury. We went and did a beautiful jewelry class. This is so cool. If you love being creative, I highly recommend it. And then you've already got like your own little precious souvenir that will mean so much to you when you get home. Um, I will find what it's, what it was called. It was just like art workshop or something in a wood right next to our villa, one second from our villa. And they were so humble and so beautiful. They help you the whole way. You get to uh, think about what design that you want. I came up, like it took me like half an hour to think of one and Coral's already like made her ring and I still, when it comes to being creative, I'm not the person. I cannot think of designs. I cannot picture it in my head, <laughs> but I really wanted to go. I just saw like some arrows, some symbols, what I want it to mean. Like at um, the Italian, I hope I say it right, like attraversiamo, which is like moving forward. So like the two arrows um, and that was my little ring design. I put it on my Instagram, which is now lost and sitting at the bottom of a blue pool in Laos. So that was a really hard day to say goodbye to that because that really, it did mean a lot to me and I put a lot of hard effort into it and I thought that was a really special gift idea. If it's not for you, it's like, 
so cool so that was beautiful like they make you like your coffee your tea when you get in there they bless you with a friend your penny and you go and sit down and they give you like fried pineapple um and a couple little treats and they've been making jewelry for like 50 years they really know what they're doing and it is so cool another couple there they were making their little um wedding rings so it was really really special to see that um we also did while we were staying there mount batur hike which is a um volcano um not sure if it's active i can't remember but it's like 1723 meters high i think it is um so it took about we left at two in the morning and we finally got up to the peak at about six in the morning it did take a long way to get up there it is pitch black you've got your head torch you've got a a little walking stick and it is steep and it's hard but it was awesome unfortunately we had the clouds the entire morning so it is so windy up there so cold they make the little boiled eggs in the actual steam of the volcano it was so cool they make you banana little sandwich up there you've got all the other tour groups that are up there but they all like they come (laughs) I thought it was funny because I'm just trying to enjoy this hike in the entire way you're struggling up someone's offering you like water or coke or something and and it's everything comes at a price like they're but like begging not begging you but they're trying to sell you things while you're doing a hike I thought was wild and then up the top they can see that we're shivering, freezing cold. They come over and they're like, oh, do you want a blanket? And I'm like, oh, wow, that'd be amazing. And they're like, okay, like $10 or something. And I'm like, mm. oh, no, I really don't need that blanket. And then up there again, they're trying to sell you the bracelets and food and everything like that. And I was just like, I kind of just want to sit here and enjoy the view. Like <laughs> it was just bizarre that they climb that mountain every single day because it is a hustle and bustle and you don't have time to stop so they constantly have to do try and like make their money um but that day was really really cool we booked a tour that included the three activities so the hiking um the luwak coffee tasting where you get to go um to a little luwak coffee station in the jungle and see the process of how they make the luwak um coffee bean which is one of the most expensive coffee beans in the world it comes from a luwak um kind of looks like this cat possum over there um they actually eat these um what is it the blossom things from the tree goes through their intestines um and they can't actually process it so it actually comes out in their poo they grab the poo it's got the coffee bean in it they um heat it to particular however they do the process and and it actually it is so cool how they come about coffee Um, It was so cool to be able to try it. I particularly did not like it. It doesn't taste nice. I thought the avocado coffee tasted better than the Luet coffee. Um, Yeah, they have every coffee you can imagine. There was about like 14 different kinds of tea and coffee. Like extraordinary, so different. I feel like Australia needs to adopt all these different type of coffees. They would go off. And then also after that, we got to just enjoy and relax in the hot springs which I'm pretty sure was full of we. <laughs> it was nice, but it was just like another kind of tourist thing. Like you're just literally closing your eyes, falling asleep in this hot bath and people are coming up and grabbing you and massaging you. And like, no matter how many times you say no, 
they don't understand. So I was just like, oh, I just want to enjoy, like, especially if you're there on honeymoon or holiday, I feel like you don't want to be bugged a lot. Um, so there's just, just be mindful of that. Um, go over there with a headspace of like, you are allowed to say no and you're allowed to have your boundaries as well. Pick and choose when to, when you want to spend your money and be kind and also learn on when you want to tip. Um, so just pick and choose your scenarios as well when you actually really want to spend money because you don't have to do everything that they say, even if they're grabbing you. Um, so just be mindful. We also fit in so many more activities like the ATV dirt biking, which was included with the rafting, the whitewater rafting on the river. It was like, I don't know, like $70 each. Everything was just online, like either booking.com and there was another one. I forget, but just if you really want to know, message me and I can tell you Um, all online. It makes it so much easier. I don't book anything on the streets just because I really trust the online, the apps because they have a, uh, like a backup, um, what is it called? Like if you need something, oh my God, what do you message a team? Um, if something goes wrong or something, you can just message them and ask them questions and they literally respond in two seconds. So I thought, um, being online, you've got your receipts, you've got everything all the information so I always book online and not go to the people in the dusty sheds on the street just because <laughs> a little bit of trust issues and there are huge huge scams on the streets so just be smart maybe you can bargain with them but sometimes it's already so cheap to do those activities anyway um so yeah the ATV dirt biking and rafting was so fun it was so cool but the ATV we had a really slow group so we could not rip that shit like we really wanted to (laughs) like people were falling off the motorbikes and me and coral just wanted to fly but it was still really really fun and the rafting was so cool we really got to sit at the back with our tour guide and talk to him about culture religion beliefs his life here and that's what I really really love is getting to know the locals so that was something really special Uh, we also had time to do three waterfalls I think I just booked a guy to drive us around I think it was only like $30 each for the entire day to drive us wherever we want we wanted which I thought was cool because he would wait for you everywhere the waterfalls there is entries at every single waterfall so don't think that it's for free but it's only about a dollar a dollar fifty entry one was there's two that were actually 50 cents entry so it's really nothing and it's just kind of helping the maintenance and you actually do see them standing there um cleaning the waterfalls so it does actually go um to the environment which i thought was really nice beautiful waterfalls they're all on my instagram if you want to see it there is a big one there that's really really popular it's like this massive one but beware it is jam-packed with tourists you can't even stand in the waterfall um it's every single person doing an entire model shoot there which I thought was just a little bit disappointing because I just wanted to enjoy it so much but (laughs) you have to actually line up to even touch the waterfall which I thought was crazy um yeah and then Another great thing, if you're on a little bit of a budget or just want to do something different, um, Kintamani is a beautiful, beautiful place north of Bali. Um, so maybe an hour's drive from Abud. Yeah, an hour and 10 minutes from Abud. Um, so we just booked a car, got us up there. 
and we stayed at Tukudsari camping. It was really, really beautiful. And this is where you get a view of all the um, volcanoes and Mount Batur. Um, they've done it up now. When we went, they were just coming fresh out of COVID. The borders had just opened. So he said the place was very run down. The tents were ripped and open, kind of not much bedding, um, all the pavements and stuff like that. Um had like fallen apart it's still so beautiful and they were very very accommodating but I think to the point they were over accommodating and we did not have any privacy he was like you know standing over us the entire time we were there he was lovely but sometimes it's a little bit too much and I just wanted to like relax and it ended up giving me like weird vibes (laughs) so I couldn't wait to get out of there but it was so beautiful we slept It was actually the worst sleep I think I've had the entire time because the people that were in the next tent decided to put music on and talk the entire night. That was so frustrating and like it's really hard for me to like speak up for myself and it took me about four hours, probably like four, no, two in the morning. Me and Coral kept waking up and being like, you're kidding like when does this stop I put my headphones on I was listening listening to chakra I just could not believe that like people aren't self-aware they are speaking so loud our heads are literally touching just you know it's very late at night people are sleeping we're trying to like we're on a holiday as well you can speak in the morning sounded like they were arguing I just could not tell I just thought people who aren't self-aware I really really I dislike that in humans just you know that we're also there like we were speaking to you you know we're sleeping next to you and you're in a tent (laughs) it was just bizarre so I ended up getting up and it's like oh I'm so sorry guys but do you mind just like turning the music down like we are trying to sleep and it's just really really loud I'm so sorry I don't know why I was apologizing for them being so loud but I just try to communicate really friendly and kindly I wasn't mad but then yeah they turned like the music off but then they kept talking so loud I could not believe it so that was a horrible sleep but we woke up and kind of had a view of Mount Batur for a minute where we could get some really beautiful photos and then just the fog in the clouds took it back again so we didn't have much hope with seeing the views but we're just lucky enough to be there and it only cost us six dollars each a night to be there um it is a lot better now he's put a swing in there and yeah they were so accommodating they gave us fresh fruit um from their trees this beautiful delicious um sweet potato that you just eat right from the ground it was so yummy um and yeah they have they grow their own coffee beans there it was really cool and we also met another couple there they were from the Netherlands and we ended up hanging out with them after um later in Sanur um just having a drink by the beach it was really nice to like finally meet some other people who are also just like doing the same thing and winging it and it's just cool that we both ended up there and they said the exact same thing like it's just a little bit too much like he didn't leave us the host didn't leave him alone so I was like thank gosh I'm not crazy (laughs) but I do recommend going up there and supporting them there is a beautiful unreal cafe just down the road the best coffee barley coffee is just awesome they the baristas there they really care about their latte art I found I, I had a lot of amazing coffees coffee snobs so 
I really appreciated the good coffee when I found one. Um, but this view, you have to see it on my Instagram. I sat down with a cup of coffee and the view of the Mount Batua opened up and it just looks like a huge plasma TV screen and it just drops off in front of you. But you're able to sit there and it was unreal. I was so, so stoked to be there. But sitting there, I was like crying because like having like a panic attack of anxiety of just like overwhelming and a shit night (laughs) posting these photos and no one knows that I was just like crying my eyes out there but I'm better now I'm good um also we after that we found our way down to Sanua there is no like um grab or go jack up there so we had to hitchhike our way down so hard bargaining because they all know it's such a long long drive down (laughs) but someone picks you up literally in two seconds so if you're hitchhiking don't ever worry you will find a ride people who aren't even on grab or go jack apps they will take you no matter what and weirdly we just have faith in them like I do trust them it's really weird because they believe so much in karma which is beautiful to like hear and understand their religious sides um and why they are the way that they are because of their beliefs I thought was beautiful and it just gives me a little bit more of reassurance that I'm not going to get kidnapped (laughs) and I but I would not get into a random car with a random guy in my own country so like why do I do it there and why is it okay I don't know like (laughs) just getting on the back of bikes in every single country weird concept but it happens (laughs) anyway we ended up going to Sanur and this is kind of when things took a turn for the worst but later on I realized that the universe threw in distractions for a reason um yeah so we were hanging around at Sanur we went to we had planned to go to the islands anyway we went out to this restaurant and eating in Bali be so so careful you've heard of barley belly i know you've already heard about all all about it it's real and it happens every single day the water and food quality there are very very poor so just keep in mind mindful that probably being vegan and vegetarian there having that diet for that time being is most likely the best thing to do i was stupid and i thought i was invincible um And I continued to pretty much, yeah, eat meat and eat whatever I wanted because it wasn't going to happen to me. But it happened to me and I ended up in hospital. I thought that going to, you know, a place where it's busy and it's got lots of reviews and it's pumping, it's going to be fine. So I went to this place, I got a chicken schnitzel and halfway through I started to feel sick. It was a kind of weird sickness. I couldn't put my finger on it just didn't sit well inside me anyway I went back to the house like I just felt so sick I kept telling Coral you know I kind of got through the night woke up still felt really really sick I didn't know if it was because I ate so many corn chips and my stomach was just you know super super full it was that really full feeling like I tried to go to the toilet and nothing was happening anyway that next morning at about like 10 o'clock I am sitting on the toilet for so so long and I'm just watching James Charles on TikTok the entire time scrolling and scrolling anyway I kind of just like felt really sick for one second I got super super hot flushes I just put my phone um on the floor because I felt like I was gonna have to get up turn around quickly into the toilet and vomit and that was all I remember 
that was it. Literally about to get up and vomit. And I wake up to Carl slapping me in the face, screaming. So I had just blacked out on the toilet, passed out, fallen onto the bathroom floor, smacked my head on the tap and gone unconscious. So I'm laying there. Cole's waking me up. I have no idea what has just happened because I remember seeing James Charles' face of all people (laughs) and then nothing. And then I see Coral waking me up crying. So, and then after I get up, I get up and I'm like, okay. And then my body's response is to quickly vomit. So I start vomiting. I sit back and I feel, I'm like, I'm okay. I feel a little bit better. Little did I know what was coming. I start, I just go back and I start to feel even worse. So I'm leaning up against the bathroom wall. At this point, I have no clothes on at all. I'm fully naked because I was in bed naked. And then I start going unresponsive. I start shaking. My eyes are going in the back of my head. I start shitting myself. I've gone completely pale white. My lips have turned purple blue. I have no idea what's going on. I just, I remember seeing Coral and then I didn't. My eyes completely shut over and I remember not having any control of my body. I could not communicate with Coral. I've lost my speech. Um, I start to not be able to hear anything. I go super, super like cold. Um, Yeah, the fact that I was shitting myself, like I knew I was shitting myself, but I could not control anything. This is what happens before someone dies. This is crazy. Coral's screaming. She's on the phone with my mom. She's crying. She's witnessing me literally go unconscious. I felt like I did go into another realm. So crazy. I cannot explain what that feeling was. Um, and then, yeah, slowly, slowly, somehow I came back and she's just slapping me and slapping me. I could hear, I could slowly start to hear everything. I could hear my mom in the back, but I could not respond. I could not get the words out. I could not move my mouth. I was literally laying on the ground, not moving at all. Um, unaware of what the fuck's just happened. And this is so much more serious than I actually thought. So mum's trying to find my insurance because luckily I sent it to mum. I sent everything on email. So she's calling the insurance people to see what hospital is insured for me. Um, We didn't even know where the hospital is. So it is very important to know where you're staying and how far the hospital is because you never know what's going to happen. Um, And then luckily our host, he drove me to the hospital because he's just an absolute soul. He's a saint. He didn't have to. With minimum minimum English, he drove us there really, really quickly. He made sure I was okay. He got me in on the um, wheelchair and they took me up into a room. Um, it was really hard with the language barrier and being in a foreign hospital, um, not being able to read anything. And I felt like... They did care, but maybe to an extent, um, it's just hard to communicate what was going on. Um, that like I'd hit my head so bad. I've had a seizure and I have gone unresponsive and I've had pretty much a concussion. Um, and that happened twice. 
So I really needed a brain scan. I needed someone to see if I've got internal bleeding and what the fuck is going on with me. Um, is this really bad? And do I have to go home? Like, is this trip done? <laughs> I was so upset. Um, poor Coral. She's just witnessed literal hell. I feel I felt so bad for her that she had to do what she did, but she handled it so so well she stayed calm she got my mum she got my mum to get the insurance she got the guy to get me to the hospital she stayed with me in the entire time she grabbed all the important documents she told them exactly what to do what was going on she was an absolute angel and that's why I can't imagine what would happen if I was backpacking alone and that's what scares me for all the other girls out there who do backpack alone like what happens what do you do oh so I was just uh, literally blessed that I had her around at that time um thankfully anyway they ended up putting me into like this mri scanner they did all that came back all fine took blood put me on a drip um everything came back fine and which was really weird because i shouldn't have been fine i came back with like bruising and cuts all over my face and my eyes so it was really really weird situation and then literally the next day like I did not stop pooing. I swear it was like liquid. I'm sorry. That's so much information. But these are all the symptoms and signs of barley belly. Some people have it so easy. Like they, you know, diarrhea and vomiting. I wish I just had that. But mine just took it to the next level of concussion and seizure. So that was fun. And I feel like that changed everything it really did because we we're going to leave the next day to the island and we ended up staying an extra two or three days just so I could recover. And because Coral was so worried that something's actually going on, I shouldn't be fine. But I was really, I just was so ready to get up and go and keep exploring, which was really, really weird. <laughs> like, I wanted meat. Like, I was genuinely, you would have thought I learned my lesson, but I was craving like chicken schnitzel. Actually, the thought of that schnitzel makes me nauseous still. Oh, so gross. Oh my God. But. Um, yeah, I just love eating meat and I needed it because when I wasn't having meat, I could see like I was going really pale. I was getting shaky. So it was really hard not to eat meat over there. I love it. <laughs> so trying to stay away. Best to be um, have a vegan diet. Be careful of the water. Um, I will go through a list of like little things to be careful of. And it sounds really, really crazy. But these things happen all the time literally like I've got horror stories of things that happen overseas and it happens everywhere it's not just Bali it's literally every single country there's always crazy stuff even in your own country and at your own front door so just be mindful um traveling can be crazy scary but it is amazing at the same time it's like that type two fun um so worth it though anyway so we ended up I ended up recovering magically after worrying my entire family <laughs> and damaging coral, um, we got out of the hospital, recovered, just had a couple of coffees and a couple of lazy days, and then we headed over to the other islands. Um, there is that big one of Nusa Penida, which is like all the famous 
kind of spots you'd see on Instagram, like the big hikes and the lookouts and stuff like that, the islands. Um, There's a lot of that, but we didn't want to go like super touristy. So we went off over to Noosa Cheningen and Lembergen. I think that's how you say it. I don't know. Um, Where it's connected by a yellow, big yellow bridge you also would have seen on my Instagram. Highly recommend these islands. It is so, so beautiful and so cool. There's also so much to do there. Um, they've got all your your bars and your little beautiful cafes. If you want to go to a cafe, go to Seabreeze. We spent every single day there. They have these um, hammocks that swing over the water. It is such a vibe in there and it's so cheap. Such cheap drinks, ice lattes, cocktails. They have a bar in the water, in like the pool, and then the pool sits over kind of the beach kind of thing. It is so, so cool. So photogenic if you want photos and everything there. Um, You will always meet people. We met people every time we're there. So it was a really um, cool space to meet friends um, as well. And we also met the girls that we met there. They were from the UK. They're absolutely gorgeous. They're so funny. (laughs) They were there and they had this little puppy Milo. there was such a vibe. I could just see from a mile away. They were just such funny people. Um, and their accent was killing me already. They were so funny. And we ended up talking to them. And we actually ended up doing like this um, manta ray boat day within the next day. Because we literally had the exact same plans. We're like, oh, why don't you like we come with you and we do it all together. Like the four of us girls. And she had some more friends. So they found this boat it was like 30 Australian dollars each um for a whole day of snorkeling supposed to see manta rays so we're all there and we pretty much get on and he says so we're not going to see any manta rays today but we'll just take you to a couple of those places not even the places that are on like we're on the online thing um to to completely different places so it was kind of an absolute scam but it was so so beautiful the water the coral the fish there it was awesome like the spots were unreal and I've got a couple videos on my barley highlights of snorkeling and being able to feed the fish underwater they literally just come up and attack you it's so cool they give you like these little cakes cake bread to give to the little fishies And the girls were an absolute vibe. They're so beautiful. So that was really fun that we got to like meet people. And that's again, like right, right place, right time. So it was nice to like meet girls our age who just want to like have fun and, it was nice to like talk to people because it was like me and Coral constantly all the time. So it was refreshing to like have a little group of girls and um and now we've got each other on Instagram and everyone we've met, we've had such a great time and like we've got them on Instagram and like, you know constantly check up on each other and it's really really cool little community because like four months ago I didn't know any of these people existed and now I've got more friends and if you're worried about meeting friends you do and you will meet so many people and I think that was my biggest fear of not meeting people or not getting along or I don't know what my thoughts were was just I was really nervous because I feel like I'm not good at talking to people, but I have to realize that like I am and it's just anxiety talking and that's all it is. Um, And it was good having someone else like Coral there. She's an absolute vibe. So 
is always cool to like have a little group of people and that just feels safer as well and um, opens more opportunities to uh, um, activities. So you will meet people, especially if you're staying in hostels um, or hanging out by little bars and stuff like that and cafes and just literally reach out to people because a lot of pretty much everyone there is um, a tourist or just on holiday or they could be backpacking or doing the exact same thing as you tomorrow. It is such a small world. So literally just start a conversation and you never know where that's going to go. So this island was absolutely gorgeous. After every day at that cafe, we stayed on this little beach villa. I can tell you what that was. I'll just have to get it from my Instagram. It was run by this young 18 year old girl who's got a few little huts on the beach so so gorgeous so beautiful like perfect it was like in our budget which was awesome as well and then she gave us a bike for seven dollars a day um we only rented it one day because I just wanted to go for a little joy ride and yeah we drove all the way around the island um it was a pretty scary bike like it was like the oldest bike in the world (laughs) it was so scary but it's just cool to have that freedom and there's so many things to do um on the island you'll also see a lot of the seaweed farming so we got to sit on our bean bags at our little hut and watch the people every single day when the tide goes down collecting the seaweed and they dry it out they work they work so hard but it is so beautiful to watch they've got their little um hats on and they're out there and they work hard they bring the seaweed back in you see it all over the floor being dried and then they sell it off a lot of time it goes um I know it goes into like some cosmetics um food some crazy stuff so it's really really cool to be able to see that as well um yeah highly recommend the manta ray snorkeling there on season when the manta rays are out everyone says it's unreal and they see up to like 15 manta rays devastated we didn't see it but even snorkeling in bali was really really cool highly recommend we also went to the blue pools there everything is drivable and bali the islands there it's actually really quiet um and it's not like the mainland of bali so you will feel a lot safer driving there just take it super slow they will overtake you don't feel rushed at all um the blue pool lookout cafe was awesome and i felt like it was a little private little sneaky spot that not many people know about it and we only found it by taking a wrong turn through this like hotel covered in like flowers and it was like this weird walkway and we walk out and it's just this beautiful cafe open up over the bluest water you'll see it in my instagram again everything is there and we're just looking over it and then there's this pool on top of that blue rocks water on the lookout so cool and then we continue to walk up we've had a nice latte and everything and we're looking up and we're like oh wow people have like a jacuzzi over this like we thought it was just a private hotel up there like wow that would be awesome to be able to up be up there in a spa bath while looking over this anyway we're just walking and then these people start leaving and they're walking down and we're like oh my gosh it isn't a hotel So we ran up there and we took it and we got this private little jacuzzi on top of the Blue Rocks um, Blue Pool lookout. Also, a photo on my Instagram. It was 
unreal and it was so warm in there the sun's just hitting you you've got this incredible view of the bluest water you've just enjoyed a delicious ice latte you've had a dip in the pool and now you're just alone and it was awesome and now everyone's looking at you wishing that they were you (laughs) so it was pretty cool that we had about an hour alone in there until these other guys come up and um we got chatting to them it was really cool just to like you're always meeting people which was really really nice um anyway so that was pretty much time in bali um yeah going to the islands and then um we've done we did so many activities uh it's just so cheap getting around there um a dollar two dollars on the grab and the gojek app so if you don't want to get your own bike um, a bike there should be about five dollars and seven dollars on the islands um always bargain i'll continue and i'll talk a little bit more about that um also yeah make sure you do a lot of these activities i know there's so much more out there um but you can fit this all in within a week don't forget to relax and actually enjoy enjoy being by the villa and the beach you can do surfing there um parasailing um jet all the jet jet skis and stuff like that boats every single day there is so much to do there it is insane and it's so cheap um we had a budget okay budget of 65 dollars a day we were there for two weeks so that was about 910 dollars each for two weeks like that is so doable for everyone out there who's worried about money or who are tight on their money or feel like traveling is impossible it's not you can go to bali $65 we could have even done it cheaper $65 a day that's transport say transport was $5 a day and sometimes going up north like a little bit a little bit more say an extra $10 food maybe $10 a day. Um, if you're doing local food, it's even cheaper. We lived off Migurang and water pretty much. So Migurang there was 30 cents at the Indo markets and water. Um, sometimes we get it for like 10 cents, 20 cents. It was so, so cheap. So take advantage of all the cheapness there. Um, spoil yourself, even coffees. I'm a caramel latte girl, a large one, and they would cost me two to $3 and I'd get a couple of them a day. Pizza's there, so cheap. Um, be mindful of the spots that you go because Changu and um, those little touristy areas, I feel like it's very, it's full of Aussies and people from the UK and everyone's there at bars and cafes and clubs. So it's, I felt, I feel like there wasn't much of Indonesian culture there because it was so much catered to tourists um so if that's what you're looking for highly recommend Changu absolutely gorgeous beautiful fun aboard it's a must we went to the monkey forest there that is highly recommended as well super fun super scary (laughs) um and it's also again really really cheap cost us like five dollars to get in which is absolutely nothing you get to get photos with the monkey feed the monkeys see them do some disgusting things traumatizing (laughs) Um, or so yeah so the $65 that's literally spread out but especially if it's two of you you can get private hotels um, even hostels there are so so cheap I did everything on booking.com um, also a little tri- um, trip not a trip a oh my god little trick 
trick and a tip. Um, if you are on booking.com, um, stick to it and book everything through there because you do have um, like kind of member levels. The more you book, the more discounts you get. So by the halfway through our trip, I've already booked like 10 different accommodations and um, ended up getting like saving so much money by the end of it because Coral would look on hers and she's got hotels for like a hundred dollars and the same one I found for like 17 30 dollars so super super cheap and it will give you more discounts the more that you use through them so I thought that was a really cool way to save and to see all your bookings in one place and literally everything um and always if you are on a budget remember to um rank it from like the least like the cheapest to the highest um because it will show you the most expensive ones pretty much first so that's how we did it and I was pretty much in control of booking everything so I book everything I just felt like I had control of doing that um and I knew where we're kind of going and Coral was kind of like just jumped in for the ride so I love to like book things and I I just wanted it to like that I could do it and I'll get us there and I'll figure out a way. And it's taught me so much. I'm really happy that I did have the opportunity to like kind of take the reins a little bit there. Um, and I always had coral support, which was really, really awesome. And I'm so glad that like we traveled together. I wouldn't want to do it with anyone else. It was just, it was so fun. She is so fun and it was hilarious. And now we're like, we've got so many memories together over there. And I just, I cannot imagine doing that alone one I would have been like shit scared like I would have found my way but I can't imagine it without her so everything happened for a reason even getting um, the concussion and staying back in Sunur you know created a distraction and I was like it just slowed down the trip a little bit but made way for other things so everything that did happen along the way it always happens for a reason um so yeah you can travel no matter what your income is just choose a budget whether you are a backpacker medium or luxury everything there for you you will not regret it um find a good time for flights be mindful of holidays and stuff like that google flights is always so comparative um yeah flights have just been absolutely ridiculous ever since covid so that's probably maybe the only most expensive thing and be careful because um airlines are cancelling at the gates i feel like flying is just an absolute shit show right now anyway so it's not that fun (laughs) but we've done it and you can do it too so don't doubt yourself if i can do it and this has been like my first big trip you can absolutely do it um okay so a couple little little tips to get you around Bali this might sound absolutely crazy but it's better to be crazy than to be sorry I say um there's a lot of horror stories over there of especially you know exposing your bags and everything and your personal stuff um girls having bags on their shoulders or over their shoulders across their chest and people going past on bikes grabbing their bag and dragging them um on the road so be super mindful of your belongings at all times. I feel like when you travel, you should have your walls up a little bit because it is a completely different environment. It is a culture shock. The people are different there. Um, you aren't home. You aren't home anymore. So things happen all the time. People lose their passports. People lose their phone. People get their bags stolen. Um, maids go through 
or the housekeeping go through your bags. They've been um, called out for stealing money. People steal money all the time. People will scam you. People will distract you and steal things from your body or in your bags. People can place drugs into your bags. These things happen all the time, not just in Bali, but all over the world. So just be super, super mindful. So I'm just going to tell you a couple little, um, just, just be mindful. Okay. So just going to educate about what you should do. Um, the water there, obviously, you know, not to drink the water. Also tip, do not buy the water from your hotel or drink the water from the hotel. Um, they will charge you like $5 plus when at the shops, it is like 30 cents, even cheaper, 10 cents. Yeah. Um, so always get your stuff from like the local markets. Um, they have that many supermarkets everywhere on the side of the roads, every home has a business out of it. So buy from them um, because it is super, super more expensive in your hotels. Um, If you hire a bike over multiple days, try and bargain with them for a deal. Like I said, it should be about $5 a day. If you're doing multiple, you can bargain and ask them if they will do a little bit cheaper. The fuel there, don't worry. It is so, so cheap. I filled up pretty much everywhere all over Asia for about $2, um, which was really cool. The bikes don't take much. So um, we traveled entire days just going around different islands, like loops of islands all over Bali and Thailand even in Vietnam. So I've driven a bike in every country. I've come out alive. Be super, super careful. Be super, super slow. You do not have to keep up with them. Um, People I'd met had like even girls having accidents. So um, it was a lot harder with coral on the back. I just felt like I had a lot more pressure and obviously a lot more weight. And I knew she was worried. So it was giving me anxiety, but (laughs) just like having extra precious cargo on the back was really scary for me. But um, I really wanted to prove to myself that I can do this. And yeah, I think I biked, I've driven in five different, six different countries now. So that's a little achievement there. also with the water um by the aqua water um and always try and get the big bottles it just works out a little bit better for your buck you know what i'm saying um and when you are going to restaurants just and if you're getting ice lattes or smoothies and stuff like that always just ask that um their ice is made from aqua ice it should have the hole inside the ice um it shouldn't be crushed up that's when you know it's probably most likely tap water um just little things if you really can't afford to get sick be super mindful because most of the time it's not worth it when you could have just asked simply and got the answer if it is safe or not um but they have they pretty much all have to have the aqua ice um which is the filtered ice um yeah if you want to save a little bit of money and you're worried that you might go over the budget literally live off migrang noodles um 30 cents from the indo markets like i said every hotel we just ask them majority of them come with a little kettle if not they've got hot water out near the reception um we asked for bo- um for bowls and they gave us bowls forks and spoons so they are super super accommodating and they will help you out as well. Um, yeah, go to restaurants, just double check their reviews and stuff like that. If a lot of them are saying like they got sick, most likely don't go there because they probably don't have a really good um, food processing system where it's like first in, first out and all that kind of stuff. Um, hygiene's probably pretty poor. Um, yeah, only brush your teeth with bottled water. 
Um, try and avoid all the meats, especially like the fresh salads, which they wash in tap water and chicken, but it's up to you to make that call. Like I said, I didn't get away with it. <laughs> uh, also accepting rides from the street. When you are walking down the street, you will not be able to get away from it. It is every second and it is constant. They will say tuk-tuk or taxi. So that's why I said to download the Grab or the Gojek app and always book it through there. One, it's a little bit safer and more reliable. Um, they've got the address. You can track them. You've got their information and everything like that. And plus, you know, they're reliable because they're on the app. Um, but we took a ride from the street. Um, they wanted, uh, it was like 30 Australian dollars each when the same ride online was about $2. And anyway, we ended up accepting that ride and it was a day from hell for us. It was day two and we actually got separated. (laughs) There's an entire story about that, but it's going to take me half an hour to explain that me and Coral got separated in Indonesia, Um, literally lost, no communication. I had a SIM card. She didn't. I didn't know where the hell my girlfriend was this for the entire time. I thought we were getting kidnapped. Um, It was a horrible, horrible day, Um, but that's why it's so important to get SIM cards when you are there. Make sure you all get SIM cards and all have X at all times just for emergencies it's super cheap so just do it anyway especially if you are even for a day um and so just don't be like oh it's just one week I can just connect to wi-fi just be smart you know um and definitely go through their apps as well we just wanted to do it because we'll get on the back of two different bikes but you can get on the back of two different bikes on the app anyway and go to the exact same spot and just have a little bit more faith and trust yeah so that was a little bit silly and we learned a lot from that so (laughs) oopsie (laughs) um yeah so always kind of you can't bargain on the app um and it's already super cheap so try tip them try tip everywhere that you can um and because it's so cute just to see their little faces and they don't expect it but it's really really nice to do and it's already super cheap so we can just you know give them an extra few dollars which is really nice and if in your budget, I met this girl who actually had a little section in her budget for gifts and it stuck with me the entire time because I thought that was really, really beautiful um, that she had an allowance for gift giving. And I, I loved that. And that's what I want to do now um, is to just have a little bit of extra money on the side that I don't really, I don't need and I would love to give out to someone else. So that was really cool. So just have a little section for tips and gifts as well, which is really cool. Even if it's a hundred dollars, like that's a lot, a lot of people, even if $5 goes a long way over there. If you give, you know, 10 people $5 and stuff like that, that's a lot of people that you can help out. So think about those things as well. Um, ordering food through these apps, so convenient and so easy. We did a whole mukbang, mukbang, whatever it's called, <laughs> of like local Indonesian food. And we got it all to our villa. We sat down. It was so cool just to try a bit of everything. And it's, I think I got like six meals for $13. And there's so many discount codes on the app already. So you can f- save a couple dollars here and there, which is really, really cool. Um, highly recommend going out eating. It is so cool. And it's just, such a vibe everywhere and it's always like so exciting going out to a new cafe or new restaurant they've got a new menu and it's just so fun anyway and get a couple drinks highly recommend that as well 
Um, but definitely if you see a lot of locals at a restaurant, that's where you know it's good food. That's the little secret tip that I learned along the way, um, especially in Thailand. Um, you won't see um, tourists there. It'll just be locals. No one can really speak English, but the food is good stuff. That's the true local food there. <laughs> um, also with money, especially if you're traveling with a friend, always um be very self-aware. It's so important to be self-aware when you're traveling. Be aware of your surroundings and who is around you and what ATM you are going to and where you're getting your money out. Get a little bit out at the airport. The conversion is really high there. I don't really recommend like if you can wait, but at the airport, you will need to pay cash to um, get to your villa or your accommodation because there's a hundred people at the airport. You will not have trouble getting to your villa or hotel. So do not worry. There are a hundred men there um, flagging you down for a ride. So easy peasy, you pay them, they'll take you there. Um, Also, yeah, get some money out pretty much if you can settle in probably from your villa you can download the app get a ride into town or you can walk into town if you're really close go to a Mindiri bank or BRI banks um if you're gonna go do not go to online streets um where you can convert cash on the street don't do it always go into a proper bank and they should have a digital sign at the front that's telling you the conversion rates most likely should have security at the front. That's how you know it is legitimate um, and it's not a scam. There are a lot of scams on the streets um, and you will not even notice that they've taken extra cash because you don't really know the currency. They'll ask you, how long have you been here? Is this your first time? And they know they can take advantage of you. So just be super, super mindful of that as well. Um, Get enough cash out to last you two to three days because there is a $5 charge on majority of the ATMs there, which suck. And I didn't even realize until I had just done multiple transactions, like getting money out every day. And I've just lost 50 extra dollars just because of a transaction fee. So there's a way to save money, whether you and a friend agree that you're going to get this lump amount of money and they just transfer you them. Um, the money so you're kind of sharing that transaction fee together and getting out a lump sum of money um and also with the bags safety is should be your number one priority and just being really aware of what's on your body um people are really really slick everywhere people are professional thieves so being mindful um that if you've got any bags sticking out if you're flashing your money you are probably most likely a target people see you like if you think no one's watching people are watching like you're a tourist you're already a target so we had money belts under our clothes constantly we bought it from Kathmandu it was awesome cost us $50 and I love them they've actually got the security protector in it for your passport and your cards at the back and in the front you can keep your cash and stuff like that Um, but we just lift up our little shirt Um, super super slick and easy put our cash in take our cash out I had a bit of cash at the back of my phone so it was like super easy access and if I wanted to bargain I can show that like I've only got kind of this amount of money would you do it for that instead of like flashing all your money and your purses and stuff it makes it a little bit harder to bargain and get away because they know you've got a lot of money so (laughs) that's just a little secret I thought I should share um also yeah definitely if you've got a lot of stuff, try not travel with all your bags. Like you really don't need bags. You just need 
to walk around. So think about getting that little um, kind of like a fanny pack. No, it's not a fanny pack. It's so old. A bum bag, a little bum bag on you, um, but one that can like either go under your clothes um, and it doesn't even look like you're wearing it. Um, just keep your passport in there. Don't try and keep your passport in your bag in your hotel. Things go missing all the all the time. And if you have no passport, you are fucked. Okay, so you don't want those things to happen. Um, like I'm saying, just safety, like thinking about these things. We had locks on our bags. So if we left, I had my GoPro on me, um, like lots of just little bits and pieces, my GHD hair straightener. Um, I did not want to lose those things. And if I had my bag open, I'm kind of welcoming anyone to go in our bag and they do go in your room, they clean, they restore your shower bits and pieces, they make your bed really, really nice. But you just you just don't trust anyone um, to have a little snoop and see what they can find because what what you're going to come back and things have disappeared and you've got no one to kind of blame but yourself. So just be a little bit smart. We locked our stuff up every time we didn't have our bag. Um, we put them in the cupboard and we'd know if someone had went through it because they wouldn't be able to get into it unless they like cut it open. But then you, then we'd know, you know, so um, always lock your doors and stuff like that as well. Just be super, super smart about it. Um, yeah. Hide all your valuables. Um, nothing really easy access to the eye. Um, it sounds crazy, but these things do go stolen. Meeting people who have had like money taken from their bags and they'll take any kind of currency because they can get it converted. So don't think that US dollar or Australian dollar is safe or any kind because it's easy for them and it's a lot more money for them because um, not everyone has your morals or intentions at heart. Um, they are beautiful, beautiful people and majority of them, it is a um, very religious, um, just very humble people. But, you know, you've got those bad, bad people everywhere. So just keep that at heart in the back of your mind um yeah there's a lot of beggars kids coming up um who work for their family begging you for money all the time it is okay to say no um plus if you give your money out to everyone you're gonna have zero no money um if you're visiting temples just remember to be really respectful girls we aren't allowed to wear like shorts and t-shirts well we're allowed t-shirts but like the crop tops and singlets and stuff like that um get a I highly recommend buying a sarong before you go to bali um you'll use it all the time like going to waterfalls beaches even just walking around the town you'll want something really light because it is super hot plus you'll need a sarong for the temples to cover up um around your waist to cover your legs and everything like that um the offerings oh i love seeing the little offerings everywhere on the street it barley smells like one big fat incense stick it is so beautiful <laughs> so um the offerings that you'll see on the floor the little handmade baskets they do um like three times a day the ones on the floor are for the bad spirits and the ones that are raised above you are to welcome the good spirits and the good energy so don't step on them because it looks really bad if you step on them <laughs> um yeah always have if you're bargaining be smart with what you're bargaining some things are definitely not worth what the label and ticket says say it's like $30 on the ticket and you think it's absolutely not worth that at all or you've seen it somewhere else cheaper say that to them like say hey like I have seen this maybe like for $15 $15 down the street Uh, if they say oh no maybe 
like $27 to be like, no, that's fine. That's genuinely fine. Like you saw it somewhere else cheaper. Fair enough. Go get it. Majority of the time they will say, okay, no, no, no. Like I'll give it to you. Um, and they'll pull you back in and give it to you for your price. Um, be really smart about bargaining. Don't be too much of a low baller. Um, I have like gotten away with really, really cheap low balls, which I absolutely regretted in the end. But for some reason, I just didn't agree that it was worth that much at all. And I had seen it for so much cheaper, literally the next door. Every store has pretty much the exact same thing. All the souvenirs, the clothes are the same everywhere you go. Um, and everyone's price is pretty much different. And a lot of the time they are all family and friends. I found everyone in Bali knows each other. It was really, really weird. <laughs> even even like a village an hour away, like they were talking and they know, knew each other. It is a really, really small community, um, but they are very polite, beautiful people and they will talk to anyone. Um, so all the shop owners will talk as well. So if you're saying like a woman next door she knows that woman already so just be careful (laughs) don't stitch yourself up um souvenirs super super cheap um they have amazing markets there definitely check out the markets everywhere the shops are a little bit pricey with like the malls and stuff like that you can find everything that's in the mall on the streets pretty much it is such a vibe last time I went to Bali I had to come back with an entire suitcase of furniture and I decorated my room with all like um elephants and um hand soaps to give to everyone anklets bracelets everything you can imagine I brought it back (laughs) um yeah so that was pretty much my time depending on what you're looking at doing whether it's more like backpacking adventure or relaxing there are so many uh, little islands especially like Uluwatu and Nusa Dua if you want beautiful beaches relaxing ocean vibes um, go to the islands um, but for kind of the adrenaline kind of stuff go to Abud, Kintamani, Kuda if you want like party kind of vibes but also really really beautiful Changu is where it's at like I haven't done it all but I've been there twice now and I've already seen a lot um so definitely do that and I feel like I've done I did so much in the two weeks and I could have spent more money um but it's so possible to do less than 65 dollars a day so that's like not even a thousand dollars for two weeks which is wild um so yeah that was my entire time I love Bali and I'll definitely definitely be back I think next time I just want to hire out a huge villa and do nothing for an entire week like I feel like I need a holiday from this holiday because it's been too much for me (laughs) constantly on the move 24 7 and I didn't get a break um but yeah don't be afraid to go out there Bali is definitely a stepping stone super easy transition it is you'll be shocked how unreal and how different it is um but everyone is so polite and kind and people always looking out for you even when we had really bad situations um the locals were the most beautiful human beings and that's what I really loved about them how kind they were and that's what I want to bring back and that's my message about being kind um that we need to like just be more grateful for the things that we have and to love everyone and be kind to each other yeah so thank you very much for listening if you have any other questions slide in my little dms because i can literally send pretty much everything or if you want a hotel or a villa um yeah or the apps 
just be prepared before you go be safe and have an amazing time so thank you very much for listening and catch me on my next one where i talk about um thailand is the next one where i was there for one month i've got some crazy fucking stories about that one i'm sure you'll love so thank you for joining me and i hope to catch you on the next episode of letting go with lani have a great weekend see y'all